We're back together again. Ben and Marshall. Back together again. Yeah. We're back together again. Yeah. Watching movies, talking about movies. Back together Together again. again. Welcome, everyone. It's been a Marshall Do podcast. It's a podcast that we do, and we're gonna do it today. It's gonna be uh, really good, maybe yeah. the best one ever yeah. of all time. What do you think, Ben? Yeah, this could indeed be a podcast. It could be a podcast. It is gonna be a podcast, <laughs> and that is, it might, be. and that is what we're most excited about—that we're doing a podcast. I don't know if it's what I'm most excited about, but I'm certainly excited about it. Hey, I'm excited that you're here. Hey, look at you. Look at you, you little Thank you. face over there on my screen as we as scamp. we practice safe social distancing from the comfort of our own bedroom. Do you ever use That's it? Right. Do you ever Check use do you ever use it as an excuse to say, "Well, oh, we could also just zoom." <laughs> So, no, I don't really have friends. So I can. So, so uh, I. Oh, <laughs> I was gonna say because I'm over here like checking my fantasy league and mm-hmm. you know responding to emails and that's mostly just what every time I do something on Zoom that's what it is. It's an excuse to like yeah. not really have to pay attention. So welcome to the uh, pandemic at large hasn't really changed how I live <laughs> that much. <laughs> Just yeah. sad. Yeah. I just, you know, I was never someone who really hung out with people that much. Right. In general. So, like, the Discord has kind of always been my guys and my hangout and everything. Yeah. Which, like I said that on Thanksgiving, I was like, I'm really thankful for you guys. Because, yeah. like, this has always been my community and even more so now. And it's a really big thing for me. So, kind that's of, why, you know, kind of the- I get on there at 3 a.m. to play Just Cause 3 for five minutes. <laughs> good morning and good night. Um, yeah. So... That's interesting. I feel like that's kind of unspoken. The the people who the pandemic didn't really change their life. Do you feel as though there's like some big thing happening that like everyone everyone on social media or everybody out there is like, oh, this is so hard. My life is so yeah. different. And you're just kind of like, is it hard for you to relate and connect with people in that? Or is it kind of just like what it is? I think for uh, to a degree, yeah. Because mm-hmm. I mean, I still like go to work and I'm masked up and everything, and mm-hmm. uh, all uh, most things are unchanged. Because like I don't have all these extracurricular activities or anything. Like I'm not someone who's out there playing sports or anything, or going to grand dinners with friends or whatever, mm-hmm. hanging out, having parties. Mm-hmm. That's just not me. Yeah. Um, but then the one thing where I was able to kind of relate was then. Um, I was exposed to COVID at one point. I never got it, but I was exposed, so I had to stay home for t- for two weeks. Uh-huh. Did that feel and different? That, that felt was different? rough. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Yeah. So even so though like, well, even though you don't really like go out and do that much stuff anyway, you're still locked up, can't leave, mm. can't interact with people, and that felt different even more than just being kind of an introvert or kind of just being a homebody to be forced oh, yeah. to. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Hundred percent. Interesting. Yeah, because I mean, like, I the Meadowlark is like my home. Mm-hmm. I come here to sleep, essentially. <laughs> I come here to sleep and play video games. Right. But I do all my productive things at the Meadowlark. Yeah. Like, that's the only place that I can get things done, it feels like, 90% of the time. Uh-huh. So not being able to go there, or like when they were closed for the whole beginning of the pandemic, mm-hmm. I was like, well, mm-hmm. I guess I'm not going to achieve anything for this amount of time. Which was mildly accurate, but I also had a pretty badly broken arm for a lot of that time. Right. So that was another obstacle to achieving things. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, that's yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, just even the ability to go and be surrounded by a lot of people, even though you you may be more 
people may be inclined to be more introverted, but also just taking away the option to go and be around people that I don't have to talk to or people watch is still, yeah, that's interesting. Yeah. There's a, I feel like there's a big portion of our society who are larger than, than I have thought in the past of people who like in the pandemic, not much has really changed for them. That's interesting. Mm -hmm. Thanks for bringing that up. Just weird. Yeah. It's really weird. Yeah. Hmm. Hey, and there's nothing wrong with that. You're not weird. You're not weird. You're Marshall. Thanks. I would like to have more like relational connections with people and friends and like especially like people closer to my age group and stuff. Um, which has always been something that I've had difficulty with and struggled with. It's mm-hmm. just I've always related more to adults and people that are older than me. Uh-huh. But now I'm at the place where like those people are the people that are like more close to my age. Hmm. But because I've never related to them when I was that age, I'm not friends with any of these people. Right. So it's like, I don't, I mean, it's an interesting place to be in. So yeah. Getting real at the beginning of the movie comedy podcast. Yeah. That's why we just sit at home and watch movies on our own and then talk about them. (laughs) That's great. That's great. Yeah. So at some point I want to, I think we should try to like, if we can watch them over like the discord together, like sync them up. I feel like that'd be a fun thing Yeah, for sure. That would be fun. Yeah. And we could just like invite whoever else wants to join to watch with us a little movie yeah. night we all pop some popcorn that'd be super fun we should do that for sure mm-hmm. invite whoever so invite it out to the listeners any li- we can have a listener listener night where the listeners can, can, can watch with us because that'll be like a discord thing or like no like a, a patreon thing you oh. get the special code and you can join in yeah five dollars a month one That's one right. one five dollar tuesday a month you get to watch a movie with us a month boom yeah welcome to patreon I've been meaning to, welcome to patreon kind of pivot the Patreon over to being also for the podcast as well. And mm. I feel like that's going to be a lot easier to do with the new state of the podcast. So yeah, because because I'm, we'll coo- I'm way cooler. So maybe yeah. maybe slightly. Mm. You never know. <laughs> anyway, um, what, what's up first, Marshall? I'm still I'm still well, new to this whole this whole Ben and Marshall do a podcast thing. So what's what's first on the docket here? Well, do you have the show notes open? You oh, know, no, you know the facts. I, I don't have the show notes open. I could, Come on! I could do that though. Don't mind my clicking over here. Uh, yeah, Gmail Drive. It was a, it was a very like small thing that didn't really come up much, but it was very convenient when you would every once in a while just kind of like note the show notes and like make light of them. Like, oh, I, that like, they oh, exist. This is interesting. This is like, huh. Hey guys, we we actually have we actually have ideas of what we're doing in a in a uh, yeah maybe I can be the schedule guy. I'll try to keep us on schedule. We'll try not to have another hour, hour and a half episode this week. Let's get into it. People are tired. People are ready to hear about the movies. Hear about the pop culture. Hear about the that's right the things you've been doing. Let's do it. What have I been doing? I'll tell you or I won't. Okay, it might be a secret. Here's the news. <laughs> That's the news theme song. So, welcome to the news segment. My name is Marshall Parrish, and I'm here to tell you the news. Did you know, Benjamin Herbal, uh, that there are rumors? And oh no, they told rumors. you. They told you about my yes. rumors. Oh my gosh, I know the secrets. Oh my god, I know everything. I hope that <laughs> I hope give it, it up now. I hoped it wouldn't come out on the podcast, but uh, here we are. Well, what are the what are the rumors? The lines. What are the someday. what are the rumors, Marshall? What have you heard? Well, let me tell you, it's not going to be flattering to you. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding yeah it's not, it's not about uh, the rumors me. are that uh hideo kojima who created metal gear solid and uh has created all those games up to this point except for metal gear survive which is a horrible disaster and garbage and that's a whole thing in itself there are rumors that the silent hill game that he was working on that has become legendary after its cancellation mm-hmm. 
that that is returning with him on board. What? What a rumor. There's no way what a rumor. that it will ever live up to the expectations and the hype that P.T. gave it. P.T., do you, are you aware of this? Do you know what I'm talking about? No, I don't know. Fill me so, in as, as a listener who doesn't know what you're talking about. So Silent Hill is a classic horror video game franchise. Mm-hmm. You might be more familiar with the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think there might have been a couple movies, actually, mm-hmm. which the first one I think is based pretty more or less closely on the first game. Okay. Um, and the Silent Hill games, as opposed to Resident Evil, Resident Evil's always been like traditionally like just a zombie game, like a regular classic kind of zombie game. Mm-hmm. Silent Hill has always been more of like the crazy psychological horror uh-huh. like everyone is some kind of like it's a mental thing it's like psyching you out but it's like super super freaky it's a lot darker uh-huh. the resident evil okay um and it's a lot more psychological horror it's there's still like monsters and stuff but i would say if you want like if you really want to be scared play a silent hill game gotcha and kojima Man, my nose always does this. Kojima, uh, you know, famous for the Metal Gear games, these convoluted, crazy stories, was going to be working on a game called Silent Hills, which is going to be kind of a reboot. Plural. And it was going to star Norman Reedus. Oh, Norm. I don't know who that is. Yeah, from The Walking Dead. Oh. That's Daryl. I see. Daryl Dixon. Yes, okay. Also star of, what's that other game where he's got a baby? Was that alien one where he's like he's like he's like with a fetus? Oh, yeah. Um, oh. That is Death Stranding. Death Stranding. Death Stranding. Death Stranding. Also made by Hideo Kojima. Oh, really? Wow! All the yeah, connections. Yeah. So after the cancellation of this, they were like, "We still want to work together." So they made that. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. So there was this whole debacle with Ko- Kojima getting fired from Konami, the company that he's been like their main guy for like a million years Uh and we still don't really know exactly what happened but it was this very strange thing where they just like threw him out like garbage and there was outrage people were super mad and that's part of why like metal gear solid 5 is a really really good game but when you get to the towards the end of it it's very apparent that they didn't finish it like the story isn't really done and there's a lot of like unfinished missions that didn't make it in. It's a really weird, confusing thing. You should watch a video on it because it's really, really fascinating, honestly. Okay. But Silent Hills was going to be this huge thing, and they released this thing called PT, which is called the stands for Playable Teaser. Okay. And it's just this short, um, like not even an hour long teaser trailer that, for the game, essentially, that is so good, hmm. like freaky as hell. And it's so, 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 so good. And then it got canceled. And now they took that off of like the PlayStation Store. You can't get it anywhere. PlayStations that have it on it go for like a lot of money. It's crazy, the mythos behind this thing. So the idea that this would even possibly be coming back is kind of huge. Okay. But there's no, from, from my perspective... I don't think there's any way that the full release of this game, as much as I want it, there's no way that I think it can li- live up to the hype that PT has built it up to be this mythological greatest horror game of all time that doesn't exist. Gotcha. People, people have. It's just like any other fan thing where people start dreaming about what it could be and then it never. 
It can never yeah, be what like, you dream it of. Yeah, this is yeah. my version of The Last Jedi, and th- it would have been a million times better. Like, did you see the episode 9 Colin Trevorrow's original script? That would have been so much better. It's like, well, you really don't know that until they make it, right. honestly. Yeah, 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 yeah. Same thing, like, there was a Darth Maul game that came up a while back that we never do about until we found out that it was canceled and we saw gameplay of it. Mm-hmm. And it's just, be, it, it's been hailed since then as it would have been the greatest game of all time. Right. It's like, you've seen a few developer videos right yeah, it yeah. probably would have sucked they canceled it we don't know right mm-hmm. so mm. i don't know i want it to be good and i want it to happen i am inclined not to believe the rumors just because of the weird messy situation with konami and kojima is it is so it worth know. how old is silent hill and silent, silent hill 2. is a pretty oh my old franchise that's like the oh my gosh late 90s yeah I think, that right? looks old uh, 1999 january 31st Ooh. Wow, uh, it is a like f- seven months older than me. Wow, yeah, that looks a little one of those old games that maybe is a little scarier now, just because I because the graphics scare me more than anything. It's like, <laughs> hey, oh yep. my gosh, it's an, the graphics really played into the uh, the game itself though, because they didn't you couldn't have like big draw distances or anything. Yeah, so it was just like the game was mist incarnate fog and mist incarnate well, yeah because it's just so, anything it's just anywhere so, it's just so they just so use that to their advantage yeah, yeah 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 that's hilarious oh my gosh yeah it does look a little scary it really does yeah look up pyramid head pyramid oh i see that is that like a what why did they have a huge sword who is this person i don't know man Silent he's the Hill. freaky guy that you're playing the game and you just hear this giant metal scraping somewhere huh. and you just lose your head because you know that what pyramid the? head is coming that's so stupid <laughs> yeah it's oh it's terrifying actually i believe it oh my gosh hey speaking of which i just got speaking of scary games i just picked up on the steam sale um uh dead by daylight have you played it i haven't okay i would get it well, now the Steam sale's over. Yeah, it's back up. I to wish like you'd 20. told me. I would have gotten it. Sorry, my sister and I are gonna are gonna be playing it. So I should have I should have told you about that. Sorry, it was like down to like it was like Come eight on. bucks or something like that. Super super reasonable mm. for the amount of. I'll look hours. at what it's at and where my bank. You gotta is you at, gotta. I, uh, sorry, go ahead. Go ahead. You no you. I was about to say you had to break down the price into like hours hours per minute. Like the real gamers, when they look at their Steam library, they break it down by like per dollar or per cent. How how much did it cost me per minute of gameplay? Because at this yeah. point, it's 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 uh, whatever it is. Well, eight dollars per per zero for zero minutes. But then it'll slowly break That's down. That's a bad return yeah, on investment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so anyway, we'll see. Speaking <laughs> of scary scary games, I I'm curious if how fast it will continue to be fun or if it'll get old or yeah, not. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Anywho, we should do. An episode. I was thinking in my head, we should do an episode on like scary video games. But yeah. then I thought, it's not October. We should do an episode. Oh yeah, on, we should like, save that for next Christmas year. movies. Yeah. Oh yeah, we should do that. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like our own personal favorite Christmas movies, and yeah. and then like talk about big. We Christmas can get movies. people to tell us theirs. Yeah, stuff. yeah, yeah. That'd be great. Yeah. Oh, we should do that. That's well, fun. What well, a good idea session we just had. We should talk more. That's true. <laughs> now the second okay, part second of part the first piece of news. Of the news, yeah. <laughs> Sorry. Back to that. Hi, welcome to um, Ben Marshall do a podcast 2.0 where we just go on tangents all day long. Uh, uh, what's up, what is yeah. up with the news, though? Um, the second piece is that uh, Blue Point, the people that have made their name now just making remakes at this point, really good ones, uh, like they made the Demon Souls and I think they made... Um, the Crash Bandicoot one. Oh as well. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
which were both extremely well received. Uh, they are supposedly working on a remake of Metal Gear Solid, hmm. which would be amazing. That game also very very old. I bring that up with this piece of news because Kojima created Metal Gear, mm-hmm. and now recently. Uh, someone reached out on Twitter to David Hayter, who voices Solid Snake in the original franchise, all of them except for the newest one, that is. And he was like, they haven't asked me, but I'd love to do it. So that's what that is. Cool. I'd love to see this happen. Yeah. I have a version of it on PC. Like I, They actually just made it available to buy the first and second one, oh. 10 bucks each. Cool. Which... It's pretty fun, actually. I never, so. I never played them growing up, so I feel like it would be something that wouldn't be quite as fun without the nostalgia factor for me. There's probably other things on we my. We should totally do a video of it. Like I can screen share, and it's it's really funny and jank, honestly, but it's super good. The uh, there's just so many other games on my in my game library that I need to like finish through first before I can, with a good conscience, go back and play games like that. I even felt that way buying the Halos, which I never grew up on, and I really wanted to go back and play through. But it just uh, there's so many other story based games that I would like to finish first. That's why I'll just play it and you can watch. Oh, perfect. Oh, <laughs> perfect. There you go. Uh, it works out. What's next? Uh, next piece of news is one that I wrote down today. Another Ooh. piece of solid, solid snake news. Oscar Isaac of Star Wars and Inside Lewin Davis fame and also unfortunately X-Men fame has been cast as solid snake in the movie version. I can see it. Of Metal Gear I can really see it. Um, it's so perfect. It's a really perfect <laughs> casting, but... Th- as with everything, it's going to be a video game movie, and I have quite low expectations. So, the guy making it though is the guy who made Kong Skull Island. So, I have extreme confidence in this movie. Yeah, isn't it also the guy who wrote the Last Jedi? Or no, Rise, Rise, Rise of Skywalker. Sorry, Rise of Skywalker. There's a writer for Rise of Skywalker that's also writing this movie. I think. Really? Yeah, what's his name? I don't know. Interesting. Remember. I think the difference though is that this movie is not being rushed out the door in 5 minutes. Like they've this movie's been in development for a really long time. Mm. Like they've been working on this for a while. And I have much more confidence in the guy who's directing this movie than I do in JJ Abrams in anything. <laughs> in anything? Have you seen in anything. Have you seen Lost? Have you seen Lost? I have. <laughs> I have actually. <laughs> and my statement stands. Okay. <laughs> Um, anyway, so yes, Oscar Isaac uh, will be playing Solid Snake. I Let's think talk. That's fantastic. I can't wait to keep talking about Oscar Isaac's Solid Snake. Mm. His portrayal, in, um, yeah, his Oscar <laughs> Isaac's <laughs> Solid him playing Snake. the character Solid Snake. <laughs> Do I need to re- re- remake that s- sentence? Oscar nope, Isaac's Solid Snake. Yeah. Yes. His portrayal. Uh, <laughs> anyway, moving on. <laughs> <laughs> up next in the news, uh, um, <laughs> yeah, you do this one. You do this one. We ben. got some. Uh, we, we got. We've got some. Uh, we, got, we got some. Uh, all you, all you Potter stands out there of uh, the new, next Fantastic Beasts movie. As we all know, that there's been yeah. some controversy with that Johnny Depp guy, uh, and he what? he is he is out. 
He is no longer what? in the next Fantastic Beast movie. That's right. Uh, what? <laughs> uh, but it's what that he's out on this one because not because of all the controversy with whether or not he there was domestic abuse in his relationship. That wasn't this one. I I believe he was out. What? He's out on this one because he tried to sue a tabloid company in England for um, defamation stuff. And so I think I, I think I, what I was reading, I think that's actually the reason that he's out from the movie is because they he was getting some heat from from that one, not necessarily the all of the the relational stuff. So huh. I, I believe I would need to go back and double check my sources. But that's that's what I was reading. And I think it was kind of like a five minutes of free time found an article on Reddit. So I, I believe that's what it's about. So who's sure. replacing him, Marshall? Well. Uh, the man replacing uh, the guy, Johnny Depp is his name, who is originally in the role of Grindelwald. Fuck. Mads Mikkelsen. Mads Mikkelsen is replacing Johnny Depp. Yes. And I love Mads Mikkelsen, mm-hmm. and he seems like a much better casting for that role in general. Mm-hmm. Your door mm-hmm. is, is magically Oh my gosh, my door just opened. It's my, it's my dog. Go away. Oh my gosh. Go away, dog. Kill it with fire. No. He's gone away. He's and by fine. kill it with fire, I mean give it a hug. Yeah, thank you. The fire of love. Um, yeah. So Mads Mikkelsen. Yeah, that's, he's playing it. That's exciting. I, that's yeah. I don't really care about. The, I'm not going to see this movie. Mm-hmm. I didn't see the last one. I just put it in there because it's news. I think we talked about that in the last episode. Honestly, that's all. Another reason that I put it in there is because it it's following up on a previous lead, a previous rumor, oh, a hot rumor. scoop that we had. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. Following up the yeah. scoop. hot scoops, hot scoops, right Ooh, up in this. Yeah, and then the final final piece of news. This is exciting. Uh, HBO Tell me about HBO it. Max uh, is going to be doing same. Well, we're going to be getting same day releases from Warner Brothers uh, on yeah. straight to HBO Max as they come to theaters, which um, which seems a little self explanatory with COVID, but also is. Uh, a huge news just in terms of the future of cinema. What's it going to, how's this going to affect direct to streaming versus direct to streaming for payment plus, mm. plus, uh, plus releasing in theaters. What's, what's the future of the American movie theater? I think that's kind of the big, the big news beyond the fact that I'm very excited just to sit at <coughs> home and watch these new releases on my, on my 4k TV. Yeah. Well, I think the thing though, is that like, it's pretty much the only country that just has HBO max is the United mm-hmm. States. Everywhere else is kind of just like screwed over in that vein. So this is really only an American problem at this point. Like I, this isn't really going to change anything for like Australia is a notable exception. Uh, I don't think England has HBO Max. And if they do, it's really limited and through like weird streaming services. So if there's going to be problems with movie theaters and there certainly will be. Because, I mean, I'm certainly not going to go to the theater to see any of these movies. If COVID's gone, I'm definitely going to go to the theater to see Dune, but everything else I don't really care. Right, yeah, I can kind of, that's the nice thing is I can kind of hand select the things that I think are worth going to see on the big screen and other ones that I don't want to have to take an evening to go do, I can turn on and pause and keep watching later for for the other Mm -hmm. releases that that I don't view as being worth my time to go and go down to the theater, you know. Yeah. yeah, feels like a shame not to see a big old sandworm on a big old screen, you know. Yeah, in the in the theater audio for sure. I can't replicate that mm-hmm. at this point in my house. We'll give it a couple of years and uh, some saving, and we'll we'll get her set up. But Dolby Atmos yeah. sound. Yeah. Also, have you ever been to a movie at an Alamo Draft House? I have not. I we have should not. go sometime. It might be my favorite movie experience of all time. They're fantastic. 
they hmm. they have a nice vibe they have good uh good little teasers and like fun little like videos they throw in the popcorn is like like unlimited which is really nice for like five bucks which is super awesome they just keep refilling it um huh. and it's by far the best movie experience i've ever had alamo draft house 10 out of 10 recommend it drive up to omaha if you're a lincolnite check it out it's a it's a good time um, or wherever you live have you go to omaha have you got have you have you gone to a movie in theaters no. since covid you haven't i've gone to tenet okay that's all oh cool what yeah. did you say it was pretty empty on the inside did it feel pretty like safe enough or Tenet, yeah, it was a big overall interesting, fa- pretty idea, but it was kind of empty on the inside. <laughs> <laughs> wow, I was talking about the theater, but that uh, that I know, works too. I yeah, I know, I know you. That's 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 super funny. Uh, wow, too yeah, real. there weren't a lot of people there, and I mean, it's probably at this point one of the safest COVID activities you can do because there are very few people, and the theaters are taking so many precautions. Yeah, spreading out. So, yeah, 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 yeah. It was great. I sat down i ordered a pizza and uh i uh, i ate it and that's my story and uh, i'm gonna stick to it let me let me throw these these new release dates out just just for uh just for the people listening um, oh yeah look at the the warner brothers slate and we will say yes or no if we care well if we're gonna see it in theaters or if we'll watch it in the movie home or if we uh, even okay, are okay. gonna watch it at all go okay uh, <laughs> okay up first uh this to, to kick off the new year on January 15th, yeah. we've got Mortal Kombat, yay or nay. I forgot that was happening. I will definitely watch that. Uh, at home or in the theater? At home. At home. At home. Okay, okay. Do you know how many yeah. of these, are they going to be free to stream on HBO Max if I'm already paying for HBO Max? Or is it like a... I think so. Do, it's okay. not like a Mulan, give us $30 oh, for a movie you don't care about. Dude, thing. that's so worth it then. Okay, and up next is... Which, the, by the way, that's just streaming now. Yeah, dang it! I, my my dad bought that when it came out on my Disney Plus account. So great! What an idiot! <laughs> Just kidding. It was fine. It was a fun thing to do as a family. All right, uh, the little things. January 29th. No idea what that is. I will probably watch it. Okay, perfect. On the HBO. Um, we're I gotta go faster. Gotta go faster. Yes. Um, uh, up next is Tom and Jerry, March 5th. I nope. Won't even watch. <laughs> won't even watch it. Okay. Uh, nope. The Many Saints of Newark, March twelfth. Uh, I think I vaguely know what that is, and I will watch it on HBO. Okay. Max. Okay. Perfect. Uh, uh, Remin- reminisce. Reminisce. April sixteenth. No clue. No, no clue. Might it watch is. it. Yeah. Sure. Because <laughs> it it sounds just because of the title. <laughs> sounds neat. Okay. Sounds perfect. neat. Uh, uh, May twenty first. You might care more about this one, Marshall. Uh, yeah. Godzilla versus Kong. Absolutely. We'll watch that. Absolutely. Yes. At home or in the theater? If COVID is less prevalent, I will probably go in the theater okay, perfect. to hear those kaiju make their big sounds. Okay. Go ahead. Um, Just like that. June 4th, The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. Absolutely not. Okay. Don't care about The Conjuring. Really? It's not going to watch it at I all. Could do, I, I could do a watch party with some people, maybe. I will fun. do a watch party and watch every single Conjuring movie, but I'm not going to start with the newest one. Okay, sounds good. Uh, I don't know if I could. I don't. I don't. I. They made a world out of a scary movie, which is like kind of fun, but also I. I, yeah. I don't know. It's fine. Um, In the Heights, June eighteenth. Oh yeah, definitely gonna watch that one on HBO Max. Okay. Um, I have not heard of that one, so it's fine. Uh, that is Lin Manuel Miranda's other less successful musical that he did before. Oh Hamilton. great. Okay, perfect. Um, 
Fun. Uh, Space Jam, A New Legacy. Oh, my dad is replacing oh, yeah. Windows. Movie with theaters. A, a <laughs> Space Jam, A New Legacy in theaters with LeBron. No, not HBO Max. <laughs> okay, fine. Um, I don't... Uh, yeah. Yeah. We'll see. Uh, the Suicide Squad, yeah. August 6th. The brand spanking oh, new one. Boy, I'll see that in baby. theaters. I'll see that in theaters. I would see that in theaters. Yeah, let's yeah. go. Let's go see that in theaters. That, there's, yeah, the yeah, cast yeah, for yeah, that yeah. is is wild um, absolutely nuts okay uh october 1st dune we already talked about this yep theaters okay theaters uh november we're all the way through to next november king richard omg king richard don't know i guess maybe okay maybe i'll watch it on hbo max um up next is the matrix 4 which is on december 22nd a full Ooh. year away full year away having not seen a trailer i say theaters okay yeah me too that's how that's how I was feeling. Um, Judas and the Black Messiah, TBA. Those who wish me dead, TBA. Malignant, TBA. And Cry Macho, TBA. I know nothing about any of those. So um, the first one, Judas, Judas and, the and the Black, Black Messiah. Messiah mm-hmm. I will. I it looks really cool, and I will probably okay. watch it on HBO Max. The other ones I've never heard of and don't care. Okay. Okay. Cool. Probably garbage. Actually. So did you out think of that, that? Maybe they suck. out of that. Shut up. Uh, out of that list, we said Dune. We would see in theaters. The Suicide Squad in theaters. The Matrix Four potentially in theaters. And that yeah. was about it for theaters. Everything Godzilla. else we kind of said. We said we would watch at home. Wow. Yep. Goodbye, uh, movie theaters. If we are the sample, that means movie theaters are dead. No way. It's fine. Those are the, those are the Absolutely. big cash earners anyway. Come on. Um, okay, if you say so, you know what? Guy. If if a couple specialty movie theaters stay open, I would as long as there there is at least one big screen in my vicinity, that is fine yeah. for me as a as a as a not weekly movie goer. If I can go see um, some of these, oh yeah, like Wonder Woman, nineteen eighty four. Yep. Oh wait, no, sorry, the next That's yeah, December twenty yeah, fifth. Yeah, yeah. That's Christmas. Yeah, let's go straight to straight to my screen. Um, anywho, I am excited about that. I think that'll be good. Yeah, hopefully back to like em- empowering Wonder Woman slash Gal Gadot and not uh, not uh, what we got from Justice League Wonder Woman, which is garbage. Yep, yep, yep. Um, anyway, well, let's move on. Th- that's we should the get news. To the movie. And <laughs> that's the news. Uh, what's and the that's next what segment? That's what we know. It's your favorite news. segment. I have to pull the show notes back up. Oh, uh, apartment news. Apartment news. Your number one source for news about Ben and Marshall's apartments. And now your host live, Ben Herbal. Thank you, Jeronathan, for the intro. And Ben, tell me about your apartment news. Uh, well, currently um, I'm still living at home, so that's fun. Yeah. Um, with yeah. my father, you may hear him in the background. He's replacing some windows on the second floor. Um, so I might go close my door in a second. Uh, so yeah, that's the apartment news. I'm living with my dad, and it's uh, it's a great time. It's uh, yeah, it's it's good. Honestly, it's pretty. It's wow. it's it's, it's kind of nice sometimes. I'm not gonna lie, I, but I, I'm lucky to have a healthy relationship with my family, so so that's good. Yeah. And crack open a cold one with the boy. Yeah, crack open the cold one with the pops. Um, that's right, <laughs> pops. Let's drink some some alcohol and watch the game. We're bonding. This is how men want to have bond. a catch in the backyard, Dad. Yeah, come on, Dad. And then he and then he. This is my baseball glove from T-ball. It doesn't fit, but I'm all about sports with you, Dad. Yeah. 
don't ground me though for 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 smoking. I don't know. I'm just gonna sneak out and smoke well, marijuana. Yeah, and be ba- past my curfew. Oh no! I'm 24 don't. years old. Oh jeez. <laughs> okay. My mom just texted me and said, "Do you need milk?" <laughs> say, what should I say, Mom? Should I say? I'm not. I'm not one years old anymore. I don't need your milk. Okay, here I go. Uh, don't I'm say. not one years old oh gosh, anymore. Don't send that. I don't, don't send that. need your oh milk. That's so gross. Ben, don't. From the no, 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 no. Don't, don't quote me. <laughs> I won't send it. Send That'd be it. funny send though. It. That'd be a funny send message. It. Okay, we we oh, should. Boy. Wait, what about your apartment news? While I close my door. Well, my apartment news is I'm here in the room, and it's here, it's pretty good, and I'm looking at it, and that's really, oh, the bathroom is finally getting remodeled. They're remodeling the bathroom, it's going to get destroyed Monday, and then hopefully it'll be done by Thursday, but I'm doubting that's going to happen, so I'm probably just going to be without a bathroom for a while, so I'm not sure where I'm going to poop, really. Whoa, Uh, (laughs) what did I just walk back to? What are you talking about? You were there the whole time? I was here the whole time. Uh, yep. Cool. Um, good news. So that's apartment news. Good. Good. All right. And now? On to the show. The movie. Yeah. That was the intro. I'm going to try to speed through this plot. Yes. Go for it. But the movie we watched, we watched Spirited Away, directed by Hayao Miyazaki. I don't have the names of the Japanese voice cast, but I remember the girl who voices Chihiro is a notable actress now, and I can't remember who it is. <laughs> cool. But she's like someone that we would be aware of. I can't remember. It's weird. Um, but we watched the movie Spirit Away, directed by Hayao Miyazaki, one of the all-time classic uh, film directors. Uh, Spirited Away on many, many top films of all time lists, especially, you know, top animated films, but also just top films in general. People love this movie, mm-hmm. and I think there's a good reason behind that. So... Here we go. Here's the plot. Chihiro is moving to a new... I will say this also. It's Japanese. It's an anime movie, and it takes place in Japan. That's very important for the context of the film and the themes behind it, Mm -hmm. which I'll get into after the plot. I've written a lot of notes down. Great. So, Chihiro is moving into a new town with her parents. She's leaving her best friend behind, and she's sad about it. Uh, they take a shortcut of sorts to their new house and it's a bumpy ride. They see little shrines on the way where spirits are supposedly, uh, they, supposedly spirits lived in. They come to an old looking building. It's got weird vibes. Dad wants to go in, but Chihiro isn't about that. They hear a train and go looking for it. They realize they're in, a, in an abandoned theme park. Dad smells something and follows his nose to food. He finds a restaurant full of food, but seemingly no one works there. Mom and dad chow down, but Chihiro refuses to join in because she just feels weird about it. She wanders off and finds a big bathhouse that seems to be up and running. Some boy shows up and warns her to run before night falls. Chihiro runs to get her parents to get them out of there too, but they have turned into pigs. Chihiro runs away, but the river is suddenly full. And there was a river earlier and her dad was like, oh, looks like they were going to put in an artificial river here. But there was nothing there. She runs back and the river is full and she's stuck on this now island. A fairy comes towards her and she starts turning transparent. Um, the fairy stops and tons of spirits get out and head to the park. Oh, fairy like F-E-R-R-Y. Yeah, like uh, a boat. Yeah, a boat. That's a good note. <laughs> uh, <laughs> very good distinction in this fantastical movie. 
the boy, uh, who I think we know maybe at this point, his name is Haku, mm-hmm. uh, finds Chihiro and tells her to eat something from that world so she doesn't disappear. A freaky old woman is looking for Chihiro. A freaky old bird w- woman. Woman bird is what I've written here, is looking for Chihiro. Yeah. The boy takes her quickly to the bathhouse. She has to hold her breath as she crosses the bridge or spirits will see her. A frog stalls them and Chihiro is seen. They run and hide. The boy tells her to run to the boiler room to get a job so Yubaba, the witch who runs the place, can't get her. Chihiro goes down to the boiler room. There's little spidery things throwing coal in one at a time into the furnace while a man with six arms makes tea and cranks a wheel. Uh, Chihiro tries to introduce herself to the man whose name is Kamaji, but he won't acknowledge her. Chihiro picks up a piece of coal, and it's super heavy, uh, but she throws it into the furnace. And this is how she sort of ends up, in a way, getting a job from this guy for the moment. A woman comes in and sees Chihiro. Kamaji says uh, Chihiro is his granddaughter and that she should get a job from Yubaba. Uh, She leaves her socks and shoes behind. That's probably important for some reason, but I haven't thought too much about it. Uh, Chihiro follows the woman to Yubaba. Lin gets, who is the woman, Lin is her name, gets stuck behind, but Chihiro keeps heading up. Yubaba pulls Chihiro into her office and she asks for a job. After a bit of argument and an encounter in the back room with a weird giant baby, uh, Yubaba gives her a job as like a kind of just janitor or something. And she also uh, signs away her name. And she changes her name then to Sen. Uh, so, Sen, as her she is now called, is assigned to be Lin's assistant. Haku comes to Sen and tells her to meet with him at the bridge that they were on earlier so he can take her to her parents. Sen goes to the bridge and sees a spirit there. When she looks back, it's gone. Uh, apparently, if you forget your name, you can never leave this place. So you have to remember your original name. Haku then turns into a dragon and flies away. The spirit from the bridge is following Sen. Sen gets to work, and she sucks at it. Sen goes to throw out some water and sees the spirit from the bridge. She leaves the door open for him. The spirit sneakily helps Sen in a few different ways. The spirit comes to give Sen a bunch of bath tokens, but she says she doesn't need them. There's, but then, a stink spirit, supposedly. This big old stinky spirit comes into the bathhouse... And Yubaba's like, ah, the perfect way to get rid of this girl. We'll give her this job that is basically impossible for her to do because she doesn't know what she's doing. And she sends this uh, stink spirit over to them. But they don't know that she has um, all of these bath tokens. So she puts all these bath tokens in there and it cleans this guy out. And it turns out he was a river spirit. And he gives her a little ball of whatever, some healing medicine and blah 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 um a frog then later goes to clean and finds the bridge spirit in a bath it tempts him with gold and then it eats him <clears throat> oof my nose i'm doing i'm fine I'm, I'm good i'm good everything's fine <sighs> The bridge spirit has everyone worked up over gold, and Sen goes looking for Haku. Haku returns in dragon form is being attacked by paper birds. Sen tries to run for help uh, to, uh, to help him. Meanwhile, the bridge spirit is just throwing gold at everybody, and everybody's doing everything they can to get the gold from this guy. And he's just getting bigger and bigger and more, like, fat and over-the-top, like, gluttonous and huge. And just, like, kind of... Uh, just theatrically indulgent. 
Um, and then he sees Sen on the way up to go help Haku and tries to offer her gold, but she won't take any. She's not about that, and she just wants to go up and help uh, Haku. Um, Sen climbs up to the top of the bathhouse. Yubaba has returned, and she found out that the bridge spirit is a no-face. Not exactly sure what that means. I don't think it's ever exactly explained. Maybe it's just, that's this guy's name. Whatever. The baby from earlier grabs hold of Sen and threatens to break her arm if she doesn't play with her. Yubaba's twin sister, Zeniba, has come to kill Haku, but Haku manages to get rid of her. Sen and Haku go to the boiler room, and Sen uses her medicine from the river spirit to heal him with the help of Kamaji. Haku showed up out of nowhere originally just like Sen. This is all according to Kamaji. He became Yubaba's apprentice and hasn't been the same away since. Sen offers to go and... Oh, the reason that Zeniba was trying to kill Haku is because Haku had stolen her golden seal from her and she needs that or something. It's a magical thing. I don't know. Um, so Sen offers to go and give it back to Yubaba. No, back, not back to Yubaba. Back to Zeniba to apologize to her. Lin comes down and says they're mad because Sen apparently was the one who let No Face in and she is... So she's going to take the train one way to go to Zaniba and save Haku. She goes to see first, though. She goes to see uh, No-Face. Sen gives No-Face the rest of the medicine from the river spirit, and he starts vomiting and raging. Like, all of this stuff that he's been eating, all the people that he's been eating, start, like, flying back out of his mouth, and he goes back to his regular size. Uh, No-Face gets more and more tired as he chases Sen and continues just vomiting all these things up. Sen heads to the train and No Face gets on too. They're kind of just like chill friends at this point. Uh, Sen heads to the train. They both get on the train. Beautiful train montage. Gorgeous, just quiet, chilled out, beautifully animated montage of the train sequence. So good. Big fan. Um, Haku wakes up and Kamaji explains what happened. Yubaba realizes that her baby has been taken. That's important. Earlier, when Zaniba was there and trying to kill Haku and everything, she turns the big baby into a little mouse. And now that mouse is with Sen, who is heading to Zaniba. That's extremely important for what's about to happen, actually. Uh, Yubaba realizes her baby has been taken. Haku makes a deal with Yubaba. He'll get the baby back if she releases Sen and her parents. But if Sen fails a final test, then she's stuck there forever! Sen and No-Face head to see Zaniba. A hopping lamp guides them. Zaniba is suddenly, apparently, really nice. Uh, Sen and No-Face head to see... Oh, I already said that part. Sen gives the seal back to Zaniba. Apparently, the black slug that was uh, accompanied with it at the time was not a creation of Zaniba. It was something that Yubaba had put into Haku to control him. And when it was destroyed, that control was you know, lost, which is why he was able to challenge her earlier and why he continues to. Uh, Zaniba gives San a protective hair tie. Haku comes to get her and the baby. No face stays with Zaniba. San remembers Haku's name. He was the spirit of the Kohaku River and he once saved her life, which kind of comes out of nowhere and seems, I don't know, it's just a weird addition. Uh, they return to Yubaba, and she's adamant about giving Sen a final test, despite everyone wanting her to release uh, Sen without it. The test 
She has to remember which pigs are her parents. She guesses that none of them are. She's right. Yay! Sen, now Chihiro again, returns to her parents who have no memory of any of this. And that's the movie. They drive off. And they drive off. I don't know what that was. What song was that that I, I just tried to sing? I was thinking more of like the end of a, of an old Hulk TV show. <laughs> It's just sad Bill Bigsby yeah, walking away. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> another yeah. another day, another so, town destroyed, um, and everyone hates me. Marshall, give me give me in conclusion to that, give me a three sentence summary. What do I need to know about this movie? What's the overall three sentence summary? Um grow into who you need to be, but don't forget where you came from and who you were. Oh, I was picturing like girl shows up, girl interacts, girl leaves. Yes. Like, like very brief, like girl shows up, finds mysterious place, turns out it's spirit world, gets stuck, uh, does a bunch of stuff and interacts with spirits and then uh, saves parents who were once pigs and yeah. and uh, leaves. Go home. Yeah. Yeah. That's the overall plot. <laughs> yeah. With all that mixed in. It's so. So through all of that, I think I'm reminded, Marshall, that. Mm-hmm. Um, that it's it's a complicated movie. There's like a lot of weird yeah. stuff that happens, and like plot wise, it's not like animated kids movie. You know, very clear theme by the end of it, where I look back and say, ah, when you tell the truth, good things happen, or yeah, when, ah, here's the moral of the story. Um, don't change yourself to impress people. Like it's there's mm-hmm. a lot of a lot of stuff going on, and at times hard to follow the plot. I mean, partially because it's like a movie from about a haunted carnival slash yeah uh, it's wildly like fantastical destination trip for spirits yeah 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 um mm-hmm. so it's kind of hard to follow a plot with that but but that's that's the kind of thing there's a lot of stuff like a good book almost you can take a lot of different themes out of a mm-hmm. good book um that it's not like cut or dry it's not like we're reading a kid's book here we're reading you know a novel <laughs> yeah and like i think like even i was saying earlier even me like I was just watching a video about the movie earlier and just to because it, it's been a little bit now since we watched it because we postponed for a, a however long and I wanted a little refresher so I was watching this video and there are so many things that went completely over my head mm-hmm. that mm-hmm. me as someone who gets so deep into this stuff I'm mind blown that I didn't realize these things because they, I, I, it should have been so obvious to me, mm. and I, maybe if I wasn't, you know, also into like Japanese cinema and stuff like that, and like old Kur- Kurosawa movies and things, I would be less surprised. But like, I have a lot of the historical context that mm-hmm. goes into a lot of this stuff, mm-hmm. so I'm kind of like, how did I not see this? Like, this is so clear. Yeah, give me, give me one of the most mind blowing ones for you. So. The larger symbolism of the movie is about like post-war Japan and overindulgence in capitalism. Mm-hmm. And I have no idea how I didn't see that. Mm-hmm. So like the amusement park is designed like traditional pre-World War II Japan with the theme of greed throughout the movie like reflecting the economic boom that happened at the end of World War II for Japan. Uh, and also the move to, towards capitalism and away right. from traditional values. Right. They become a protectorate so, of the United Sta- States for a while. Yeah. They adopt market so capitalism l- and 
like mm-hmm. now that makes them who they are today because they become in, like they industrialize a bunch of stuff. They they start making yeah. a lot of things. There's a lot of competition. It's all about you know it, it becomes in essence well yeah moving moving away from traditional ideas and more into like Western ideas or like U S. Under, yeah. under like the u.s sphere of influence in the cold war yeah yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. Huh. japan i mean as opposed to like the united states japan being a place that has like such an interesting and unique and specific culture and tradition built up behind it mm-hmm. it's like it, uh, there's not really a comparison for that for i mean really across the entire world but especially you can't just compare the united states to that because we don't have that at all hmm. so I, that's maybe part of why i missed that is because like i just don't have that perspective on things because we don't have some long storied culture like the Japanese do <laughs> and like there's a lot of imagery in the real world of the movie of the derelict shrines and stuff and old houses where the, there is specifically the line at the beginning of the movie like what are those Chihiro doesn't know what these little things are and her mom is even dismisses of, dismisses of, of them <laughs> she says oh well those are shrines people some people think that spirits live in those mm. like her mom doesn't believe this stuff it seems like and chihiro doesn't even know what they are like all of these things are more or less forgotten derelict right. gone right. away with sure and hmm. that's so interesting to me like chihiro's parents they go to this um to the amusement park and they smell the food and they just start chowing down and throughout the movie there's this theme of like overindulgence and gluttony and greed and they eat all of this food and when she comes back they've turned into pigs and pigs right yeah are a traditional sign of capitalism yeah so so and that is the most hit it on the head obvious thing that blows i it kills me that i didn't see right. that right or like, or that there's there's different levels to it where like yeah any any person could say they were greedy and ate a lot of food and they became pigs like that's like the classic yeah. story like a kid could watch that and get that idea um but then you mm-hmm. you get to like the multi-layered and you mm-hmm. start to the see symbolism more, the symbolism yeah or or like the theme that um chihiro doesn't take anything the, the whole movie like she doesn't yeah. she doesn't eat any of the food um she gets offered gold like everybody else and she doesn't take it so she's kind of like mm. the moral compass within within the movie of she's she's never the gluttonous yeah. one she's not taking taking any of the gold she's not taking any of the food and like you start to peel back the layers and it's a really deep movie um yeah which also makes me think of like yes plot wise very very deep lots of layers but in the animation very deep lots mm. of lots of layers where oh my gosh we're not like and i know that it always turns into it turns into a debate between like disney and and uh what is it what what company is this studio ghibli ghibli um and like who's better disney or studio ghibli and it's ghibli and it's studio ghibli 100 percent but there's the attention to detail in every. I'm not going to get into it. Uh, yeah, go the ahead. attention, <laughs> the attention to detail in every layer, every every piece, every background character is unique and not repeated. And yeah. the set pieces in the background. I think that's the biggest thing is is like the detail yeah. to the set piece in the background. Even if it's if it's a a three minute scene 
or if it's a three second scene, the detail that they committed to to it, um, it's just is, beautiful, is super deep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which which I think. I don't know. I think I definitely need to give it a rewatch because I think there's just there's so much of it that's weird watching it the first time. You're like, this is kind of I don't get this. This is weird to me. But I think like if I were to go back and watch it again multiple times, I would have more of an appreciation for the characters or the character arcs of certain people. And yeah, I, I don't know. It's a plot wise, very deep. Lots of lots of things you can take out of it. Animation wise, a lot you can take out of it. Um, yeah. which I think is why it, uh, I'll say why I think it is, is so popular Marshall. And you can say what you think. I think off yes. the bat, off the bat, I was like, I, I don't get the hype. It's like a fine movie. Yeah. I'm kind of bored. I'm kind of bored with this right now. It's, yeah, me too. It's, it's not that good. Um, but as you, as you look at it, I think the layers to it, whether it's the animation or the plot, it's something that like a kid could watch and walk away from and be like, oh, that was a fine movie. And then you could watch it again when you're a little older, watch it again. Or a parent, I can watch this and and there's a lot of depth to this story and it's really pretty for me to watch and it's maybe is kind of a feel good movie by the end of it. And like anybody, yeah. can, anybody could watch it. I, I don't know. I think, I think timelessness wise, or why it's so popular, the the art is really beautiful, and the story has some actual meat and depth to it. Unlike yeah. unlike other other maybe quote unquote kids movies, or if you watched a Disney movie that you didn't grow up with, a, like a princess movie or, or another animated Disney movie, um, like a two D animated movie, you may say there's no nostalgia for me. So it's like I watch it once and I'm done, right? Versus sure. this is maybe something I want to come back to and watch again or or look at again. Uh, why do you think it's it's such a popular movie? I I think I I was kind of in the same place for a lot of it. I was like I'm not sure that I get the hype. Like it's mm-hmm. the the score is beautiful. The mm-hmm. music is beautiful. The mm-hmm. animation is beautiful. Everything about this movie is gorgeous like for the eyes and the ears absolutely incredible visually but and that's just a staple of studio ghibli overall Mm. so that wasn't exactly what i was looking at necessarily i was trying to figure out well like why is spirited away the one why isn't it howl's moving castle or ponyo or all these other things whatever right and i i think it is because of these like these larger themes and everything that you can come back and look at because mm-hmm. I, if I had seen all these things as I was watching it, I think I would have gotten a lot more out of it. And I think that's why I, I would want to watch it a second mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. Like we should do, we could do a commentary track. That'd be kind of funny. Yeah. Um, but, uh, I, I, I think it'd be really interesting to go back and watch it again, seeing all these things about capitalism and greed and post-war Japan and moving away from traditional values and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Mm-hmm. I, yeah, I I think that there's there's something about this movie that speaks more to being human than maybe some other classic American animated movies do. I think yeah. that like something I was I was looking at was that in this movie there's not necessarily like really good guys and really bad guys. Like Chihiro is like yeah. clearly like the compass kind of as you go of of goodness or innocence and and you see her character develop from someone who's really scared and meek at the beginning to growing up in a sense over the course of the movie and becoming strong and and you know yeah. taking action but the other characters like there's times where they're like bad quote unquote and times where they're good which i think is is a lot more interesting 
to look at rather than like big bad guy the whole movie that you know is a bad guy and the quintessential of of evil or could never be good versus like there's a lot of characters in this that you start off and they're really rough and then you start to like love the mm-hmm. character or or even like no face is like mysterious and interesting at the beginning and then turns into kind of an evil presence and then like in the end you see was was a complicated character that was dealing with a lot of loneliness or grief and yeah. like fed it with the wrong things and once you once you care about that person or help that person then you start to see that like oh they're uh that that character is not scary or not evil they were you know just yeah. stuck in a lot of really hard things which i think just speaks to i think just speaks to the 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 human experience more of of the characters like the there's not necessarily a right or wrong all the time beyond the fact that Chihiro wants to get her parents back which which feels wrong for her parents to have been turned into pigs but also yeah. they were like but also they were evil like they were gluttonous at the beginning and they got stuck yeah. they got stuck in it but once they were f- I mean she still tried to free them from that I don't know everybody is kind of complicated in this movie which I think. I think is more interesting to talk about with you rather than like uh, Aladdin or rather than talking about like <laughs> yeah. uh, old. Like what are the deeper themes yeah. of Aladdin? Yeah, right, right, right. Like, Which I, I can still talk about. I can still do that. I, I, there's, there's probably something. I think Aladdin is the, to me the most, the, the princess movie that moved me the most perhaps out of all the Disney quote unquote princess movies um, yeah. where – uh, there's probably a better word for it than that, but anyway, sorry, we can save that for another day. I think out of all of them, that's mm. the only one that like maybe made me emotional. That and Tarzan. Tarzan got me for some reason. Um, Tarzan's very good. And anyway, I want to know. Can you show me? Yeah. Or, I want to know about these people like you. Yeah, yeah. I want to. I want to trash the camp. Scooby Doo, Booby Doo, Scooby Doo, Scooby Doo, 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 we do. Um, do, do anyway, do, do Phil Collins. So Phil Collins did not have to go so hard on that no, soundtrack, but oh he did. Oh my gosh, it's Phil so Collins good. gave us a gift. Yeah, seriously. Ugh. Oh my gosh. God bless. Um, oh and, man. Anyway. Yeah, I think what you're saying makes a lot of sense. Of like, yeah. there's a lot of gray area. Like, they're not mm-hmm. presenting this as like just a good and evil story. Like, they're right. showing that people have depth and people change. Yeah. Like, Yubaba is the more or less the villain of this movie Mm -hmm. but then at the end her baby is just like hey you should actually just be nice to them (laughs) she's like oh i guess huh i guess maybe i should like they the villain learns something the villain just doesn't you know get smashed by a house or melt or anything like that you know like Mm -hmm. they actually learn something and i think that's really interesting Mm -hmm. or with no face like no face kind of like embodies that that greed and capitalism and stuff and being consumed by it and mm-hmm. then literally consuming others yeah, in uh-huh. his own endeavors and everything like that. Mm-hmm. And then when Chihiro says, well, no, I don't want gold. That's him seeing like, Oh, there is, there's another way. Like I don't have to, this isn't the only thing that life comes down to. Yeah. Or like, like can get people to do the things I want. Yeah. 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 Like people will care about me just because it's, the right thing to do not just because i can give them something yeah or yeah because i have value in and of myself rather than the gold yeah. that i can i can make yeah definitely um oof, wow Ooh, look at this wow. look at us go um yeah 
I thought so, the, another thing that was yeah. like so obvious, the probably the most obvious thing that I didn't realize was mm-hmm. the emphasis on remembering your name. Uh-huh. Is that if you forget your name, then you are stuck there forever. Mm-hmm. And that's like now looking back very clearly, Miyazaki's saying like, we can't forget Japan and our long storied culture and who we are. Mm-hmm. Like if we forget who we are, then we can't go back. Like we can't, mm-hmm. if we, we can't just become uh, a eastern united states yeah like uh, i think that's really interesting Hmm. that he like this is a movie of him just urging people not to forget who japan is in a time of great change Mm -hmm. and that's fascinating to me because when did this come out when did this what was this uh late 80s look it up benny late 80s or 90s let's see spirited away release date oh uh japan release date 2002 in united states yeah. Uh, I'm still just getting the U.S. date. Um, released theatrically in Japan, 2001. Okay, interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I don't know. So, yeah, I don't know. Do I, I have I, any other? Do um, I have any special I think thoughts on the movie? Uh, I think you could say too that. Um, I think in terms of animes, it it is watchable by a U.S. audience. It's less less foreign than it could be um i know that i know that um right now the biggest (laughs) i think the biggest anime in japan right now is like huge all the kids have the backpacks have the t-shirts at school all that stuff and there's like it's really violent i they're culturally they're more okay with kids watching violent animes like people getting their heads chopped off uh anime characters with you know um, enlarged sexual organs, if you will, um, slash yeah. slash uh, body parts that you would see and you'd go, oh gosh, that's not appropriate. But like kids watch yeah. it there. Um, so so culturally, anime is a little more rough not for like if I were to like show my kids some anime, right? Which is why you get sure, more you gotta find people the right in like their teens and twenties who are are into anime. But Spirited Away, I think, is very it's a it's a it is family friendly, and the themes of it you can watch as a U.S. citizen and and get or or yeah. it it makes sense, and so yeah, I think that I think that helps it as well. Although I think like the average probably the average American would start watching this and be like, eh, give me Disney or mm-hmm. eh, give mm-hmm. me what I'm comfortable with or which is a shame. I don't know. Yeah, yeah, it is a shame, but also. I don't know. Like, was my life dramatically changed by Spirited Away? Probably not. I'm glad I watched it. I'm glad I. Kn- I'm glad I know. But this, sorry, this yeah. is just on on my end of things. I think that I think it was a really great film, and it was a really great introduction. Uh, I had n- I have not seen any of the other Studio Ghibli stuff, um, yeah. so I'm excited to to watch through more of that. Um, yeah, I don't know. I I would I would throw on this movie, but also. I can see why most Americans may not. Yeah. Because Americans are all big Dumbo Brians, if you know what I mean. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. That's right. I am one of them. Um, well, Ben? What? Spears of the way, yes or no? Uh, yes. Yeah. Yes. I also say yes. Yes. Yes is easy. the thing easy. that I am saying Easy now. peasy. Easy freaking peasy. Um, yes. All right. All right, Marshall, it's we're time just, for we're just uh, over an part. hour. Yeah, just over an hour at this point. Ready for the next part? Yeah, I'm ready for the next part. Hit me with it. 
Here it is, it's IMDb trivia. There wasn't actually a lot of very interesting trivia for this, which I was kind of surprised. Yeah. Uh, but here's what I've got. Um, despite having a rich plot with developed characters, Spirited Away, 2001, was not made with a script. In fact, Miyazaki's films never had scripts. What? I don't write, this is now a quote from him. I don't have, I don't, uh, blah, 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 blah. Here we go. Now I'm going to say the quote, and I'm not going to mess it up again. Probably. I don't have the story finished and ready when we start working on a film, the filmmaker told Midnight Eye. I usually don't have the time, so the story (laughs) develops when I start drawing storyboards. The production starts very soon thereafter, and the storyboards are still developing. Hmm. Miyazaki does not know where the plot is going, and he lets it happen organically. Hmm. It's not me who makes the film. The film makes itself, and I have no choice but to follow. That's fascinating. Yeah. I mean, and, and also, I guess it kind of speaks to the way that these movies are like, they're so, so beautiful mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and so driven by these unique visual ideas. Yeah. Set pieces and, and yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, that was another thing. The, the furnace in the bathhouse is shaped like a pig. They're literally feeding the what? flame. What? Yeah. Oh, wow. Cause it's like the thing yeah. that opens and closes is like a, a jaw. Yeah. Oh mm-hmm. my gosh. I didn't realize I didn't that. notice that. Yeah. Holy and balls, I watched the video man. And I was like, it is. So empty. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess that fits in IMDb trivia. Yeah. That's a good piece of IMDb trivia. Wow, that is super fun. Uh, you know, I'm thinking. The cleansing. As, sorry, yes, oh, go ahead. Sorry. Yes, I'm just what? sitting yes. here thinking. Go ahead. That, no, yes. Go ahead, Ben. Yes. Go ahead, Ben. Go ahead. Yes. I think the homage to like historical Japanese culture, I think. I think if I was slightly deeper into Japanese culture, I would find it probably a lot more like mind blowing and beautiful. And, and I think I should, I think I do need to give it a rewatch and, and re just let myself like sit in the moments of it all. Instead of, I think I was a little bit in the mental state of like needing to watch this movie so we could talk about it. And I think if I was just in a, a slightly better state of just like sitting and letting the story happen in front of me and not like, I think yeah. I was oftentimes looking at the clock like, is it over yet? Is it over? I want to finish so I can talk to Marshall about it. And yeah. and I think if I was in just like a slightly more just I need to sit and enjoy and and watch this story and this environment and think about like Japanese history or like spiritualism, Japanese spirituality, um, sure. I think I would have viewed this differently. And I think I think I need to give it a second watch, maybe in like six months or so. I think that could be good for me. Sorry, keep going. Six seconds. Seconds from now. Here we go. HBO Max. Ah, Um, Miyazaki. (laughs) Sorry. Go ahead, Marshall. Uh, Um, Fun fact number two. Yes. That is crazy, though. The cleansing of the river spirit. What'd you say? I was just saying it's crazy he didn't write a script beforehand. It's kind of just, he just gets going. That's crazy. Um, Sorry. The river spirit. The cleansing of the river spirit is based on a real life incident in Hayao Miyazaki's life in which he participated in the cleaning of a river, removing, among other things, a bicycle. Wow, cool. Just Neato. like they took out of the guy in the movie. Yeah, that's crazy, wow. huh? Wow, wow, wow. Some environmentalism in there, huh? Let's clean up some rivers. Yes. Let's get out of there. The characters in Spirited Away reflected who the characters, what? I guess the names of the characters. The names of the characters in Spirited Away reflect who they are. Bo means little boy or son. Oh. Kamaji means old boiler man. <laughs> Yubaba means bathhouse witch. And Zeniba means money witch. The heroine, Chihiro, means a thousand fathoms or searches, while her worker name, Sen, just means thousand. Wow. Huh. 
Cool. Wow. Culture. Crazy. That's the that's something you don't get as an, so, as an American. So interesting. Uh, yeah. I was wondering what the significance was there of when they names. changed her name. Because you can oh, see that she sure. just takes out part of the name. She's not completely changing it. Right. So, yes. Yeah. When you're looking at the characters. Yeah. The Japanese characters. Yeah. 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 I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. It's interesting. That's what I have to say about that. Hmm. Well, that's been IMDb trivia, and that's cool. the movies. Cool. But Ben, I have a question for you. Yeah, hit me with it. I want to know, Ben, what you been watching, what you been listening to, what you been getting into, reading, oh, looking at. Oh my! Oh my! Oh my! Oh my! So, um, oh my. I've had a bit of a Star Wars kick this last week. I I watched. Um, I have not watched the most recent Mandalorian episode. Um, but I <gasps> saw. But but I saw. I saw two episodes ago Marshall um, with yeah. the introduction of Ahsoka and um, giving a name to baby Yoda and that was one episode ago oh sorry one episode ago my bad I'm only I, 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 I didn't watch last night's episode is what I'm trying to say I have not yeah. watched last night's um, so that was great fantastic oh my gosh what an episode um, yeah. the, the 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 references however not super subtle um, to like Japanese movie, uh, samurai movie, and then also, yeah. and then also tying in the fact, you know, like I think this season of Mandalorian has been much more cowboy Mando, and so, so while there's like Japanese samurai duel happening in like the pagoda, um, Mando is standing outside the gate in like a Western duel, yeah. like at twenty paces. Um, showdown stare off so it's like cowboy movie which was influenced by samurai movies and um john or not uh and uh, um, george lucas who was influenced by samurai movies and cowboy movies like all yeah. into one episode which i think was just super sweet and then like it's kind of some ninja movie as they're like running over the rooftops it was just like it was it was really cool i like that episode a lot and if you um, listeners want to hear more about uh Samurai movies and how they influenced American and uh, Italian westerns, like A Fistful of Dollars. Then you can wa- listen to episode eleven of Ben and Marshall do a podcast where me and the original Ben talked about <laughs> Yojimbo and A Fistful of Dollars. Yo. Because Yojimbo is the all-time classic samurai movie directed by Akira Kurosawa, classic uh-huh. samurai film director. Uh-huh. If you haven't watched this movie, you absolutely should. Yeah, it's and really then good. A Fistful of Dollars is the movie that kind of revitalized Westerns and created this anti-hero character of the man with no name and popularized anti-heroes in general and then kick-started the whole genre of spaghetti Westerns and the Dollars trilogy ending with the good, the bad, and the ugly. So, and it is, The Fistful of Dollars is a direct ripoff of Yojimbo. There are so many scenes that are exactly the same. Like, And in this episode, too, the moment when Ahsoka is walking towards the gate uh-huh. and it's just like all of these people there and then just her yes that's ripped directly yeah. out of Yojimbo yeah 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 in like the street when it's like everybody and him yeah yeah yeah, yeah. that's right wow that's crazy so, dude that's, episode that's 11 brilliant. of Ben Marshall do a podcast check that's, it out if you want to yeah, hear more yeah that's brilliant um, so with that I also I ordered a Star Wars RPG game um, it is Star Wars uh, Edge of the Edge of the Galaxy um, where it's, it's are you talking about like a tabletop yeah, RPG? Yeah, yeah, tabletop RPG. Um, yes, Dude, so yes, so <laughs> so uh, it's they have like a, a really handy dandy little pack. You can either buy just like the source material for it. Um, yeah. The issue with this one, it's come from Flight Flight uh, Top Flight Simulator game or whatever it's called. Uh, flight uh, Top Flight. What's the name of it? No flight idea. Games. What's the name of it? Star Wars. Um, 
sorry, let me look it up really quick. Oh, Fantasy Flight Games um, is the is the company who makes the Star Wars RPG. Um, there's like three different sets within it. There's like uh, what's it called uh force and destiny which is like if you want to do more of like the the jedi rpg side um i got Mm -hmm. the one that's more um edge of the galaxy so bounty hunters smugglers all all that kind of scum yeah 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 Uh, and then there's one more that's more like you're part of the rebellion Uh, it comes with its own dice set and all that stuff you can just buy the source material and write your own but they have a handy dandy little 20 dollar intro like story hook that you can get um that kind of like teaches you all the mechanics and so like it, huh. it creates little moments where it's like uh here's your first time um hiding and being stealthy and here's your first time entering combat and here's your first time having a uh, a space some space combat and it like oh. it like puts you through the motions because you are you're escaping you and your friends are escaping from imprisonment from the huts and the huts are chasing you down and you're trying to get off of Tatooine. Um, dude. So anyway, yes. so I got that and I've been reading through that little story hook and trying to, trying to figure out, um, how to set that up. So are you going to DM a game? I, I think so. I'm trying to figure out who I was going to be. I think my sister wants to be in it. Uh, Marshall, if you're interested, absolutely pop over and, and join in. It's uh it's going to be a fun time. So anyway, so I'm very star Warsy and I was in the mood for telling, a star wars story and i've been spending a lot more time on like the wikipedia and like reading a bunch of backstory (laughs) for things just because i don't know it's just really interesting because i i never read any of the books the star wars books and and Mm -hmm. like uh, what is it like legends and what's the different canons lucky that 90 percent of that stuff doesn't count now so you don't have to i know yeah (laughs) yeah but now it's uh now they're just using the mandalorian as an excuse to bring all of that stuff back into canon so that's nice yeah well i mean they did the same thing with star wars rebels when they that's when they reintroduced thrawn oh that's right yeah everything. yeah 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 so yeah. i don't know much about thrawn i need to spend some time doing some more research cool. as the storyline cool. the storyline's about to come back into play so yeah, new, yeah, new yeah, baddie yeah, 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 yeah. um anyway so Dude, so i love the star wars D stuff my introduction to dungeons and dragons style games was uh playing in a game dm'd by a guy you might know uh named aj arbogast uh-uh, nope. who okay I, it was a possibility yeah. you know him i don't know yeah i know but people. he and his family like i'm obsessed with star wars uh-huh. right i've spent hundreds and hundreds of dollars on lightsabers and stuff like that yeah, yeah 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 which by the way they look incredibly cool on this camera because like i'm gonna show you hold on okay okay <laughs> uh, all right hey listener marshall's getting his nerdy lightsaber Hey Google, turn the lights off. Yeah. Okay. So this is a, a visual only for Ben. Okay. But uh, I'll describe it. It looks it, like Anakin's. It looks like Anakin's saber. Is that? It is. Is that Anakin's? Yep. Okay. Yeah. So this is like my nice like metal lightsaber and everything. Uh-huh. But this camera is so like just low quality enough that it just looks like it has the right effects on it when I turn it on. Lovely. <gasps> Hello. Oh my gosh. Dude, that's fantastic. Was it worth every penny? Zoom, 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 zoom. <laughs> do, you ever, do, you, that. do you ever just... Do you ever, <laughs> oh, that's so good. Ow, ow, ow. My ear. Ouch. <laughs> Take my headphones off. Dude, that is fantastic. Do you ever just get home and stand around and you're like, I'm kind of lonely and kind of bored. Mm-hmm. Guess I'll get my lightsaber out. Absolutely. 
Dude, there's I uh, my lightsaber buying days are probably over. I have extra money right now because I don't have to pay rent for this month uh-huh. because it's the last month that uh, the current landlord is owning uh, the house. Uh-huh, uh-huh. And I should probably spend that money on medical bills. I could pay off pretty much an entire medical bill, but I desperately want to get one last lightsaber, and it's my favorite character's lightsaber. And it's pretty much just the right amount to do it. Why be debt free when you could have a cool lightsaber? I know, I know, man, and it's so cool, Marshall Jarus. I'm gonna encourage you to pay off your medical bill. <laughs> I know, I know. It's so cool, though. I'm gonna show it to you in a bit here, but it's so cool. Okay. Computer, turn on Showtime in Marshall's bedroom. Oh, Showtime. I will clarify that Showtime is for the show. Oh. It is not for other activities. Oh, it's Showtime. Show- <laughs> it's Showtime. Showtime, it, it is a light scheme that matches the logo. That's oh, <laughs> what it is. Okay. Actually, I don't like it for the lighting currently. Computer, turn on bright. Okay. Wow. I thought I thought you were going to start watching a Showtime TV show. When you're no. Yeah, no. I don't like trash. Um, Marshall, it's your computer, turn. Computer, stop. It's... It's it's your turn. I talked about my Star Wars RPG, um, which it I'm is, sure the audience yeah. will be clamoring to play with me. So yeah, yeah, hit Dude, me up. We could. I mean, I'm taking. Could record I'm, ta- but take, the, I'm taking applications. Yeah, my so. introduction to D and D was the Star Wars stuff. Oh, so I've played a lot of Star Wars RPG. Was it like fifth edition? And I've been yeah. So I was a Jedi for the first campaign that started at the beginning of the Clone Wars and then went all the way up to Order 66. Oh, nice. was our last session. Wow. Oh, my god. It was nuts. So I started out as a Padawan on Geonosis. That's really cool. And then, like, we made all kinds of emotional connections to the clones and all kinds of things. Like, it was so cool. That's really sweet. And then we did another campaign in the middle that was kind of, like, during the Rebellion, and we were, like, a ragtag Guardians of the Galaxy-style group, and I was, like, a Han Solo-type character. Uh uh That one didn't really go anywhere, but then we went and started up again, and started doing one that was, I also believe, during the Rebellion. And I was like, AJ, can I play my character from the Clone Wars? But, like, older huh. and grizzled. And he was like, that's an amazing idea. Do that's that. awesome. So I was, I played my Jedi character, but older and stuff. And I built him in such a specific way that, like, from the outset, he was, like, ridiculously powerful in the Force and stuff. So it wasn't like I was having the same, like, it's the sequel to the first video game problem where you've done all these upgrades and things throughout the main game and then you play the new one and it's like, well, here's a weird convoluted story reason that you don't have any of your stuff anymore so you have to do it all again for this video game. Uh-huh. I didn't have that because I'm really good at making D&D characters. That's fantastic. So, cool, dude. Yeah, let's, dude, let's, let's let's check it out sometime. Yeah, I'm, I'm curious how this dice system will work without just using D20s and things like that. So we'll see. Oh, I'm yeah. excited to I'm excited to try it out. Um We'll keep you updated on the pod. Yeah, good stuff. 10 out of 10. What have I been watching, Ben? I'll tell you. Mm -hmm. I am almost through the West Wing. Nice. Oh, sweet. West Wing is leaving Netflix on December 24th. Oh. And I have like five episodes left. So it's not going to... I might finish it today, honestly. Hmm. Um, Because what else am I going to do? Be productive? (laughs) No. Um... So yeah, West Wing, Mandalorian, last episode was really good. I would love to talk to you about it, but I won't because you're an idiot and you haven't watched it. Sorry, I'm one day um, behind. It's okay, I love you still. Oh, I love you too. The, it's a great episode though. I really enjoyed it and that's more or less all I will say. I feel like it moved the plot forward in the way that it needed to be moved forward for multiple episodes now. Cool. So Nice. Yeah, I liked it. Um, I don't know what else have I been doing. Have I been playing any new games? Have we been playing any new games, guys? Guy, uh, you, guy? You, you started playing that shadow shadow thing. 
no 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 what's that new shadow. what's that new shadow. that new game that you guys were all were talking about in the discord the uh shadow. that new the new hunt 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 showdown hunt showdown, hunt showdown. Yeah. yes did you get hunt i did not nope Ben, you big Dumbo, Brian. I'm sorry. There's so many other games I told myself I needed to play before I spent more money. You're right. You're I, I right. I apologize. Right. I got to finish Force Awakens. Or not Force Awakens. Blah, 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 whatever the balls is called. Force Unleashed. Force Unleashed. No, not Force no. Unleashed. <laughs> Jedi no, Fallen Order. Fallen Order. Thank you. Yeah. Not Force Unleashed. That's oh, a good game. Take That's me back game. to middle school. Oh, my gosh. Um, sorry. Yes. Anyway. Mm. Um, yeah, we started playing Hunt Showdown. And we played like one session of it. Haven't gotten back into it yet, but I, I'm excited to get back mm-hmm. into it. It is very interesting and very difficult, and I like it. Cool. It's very cool. Cool, cool. So, very cool, very nice. Yeah. I think it would be fun to do like a Knights of the Old Republic playthrough together. Yeah. Have you played KOTOR before? Um, Just like, I think I've logged like two hours and then never picked it up again. Okay. Yeah. I think it would be fun to like, I could screen share and we could go through it together. And, and make and decisions. put that on... Yeah, put that on the internet and try to decide what we're going to do. That'd be fun. Yeah, I feel yeah. like that could be something because I don't really know the overall story. I unfortunately know the big twist, right? which is sad, but I don't know. I think that could be fun or like the Metal Gear thing could be interesting since that's even more of an open, I don't know really much about it and it's kind of convoluted and wild. Yeah. I don't know. Different ideas. Different ideas. I feel like that could be a fun thing to do. Just yeah. throw that out there. Yeah. yeah. Let's do it. We'll figure, we'll figure out something fun to do on the internet one of these days. <laughs> We gotta do something with the YouTube channel eventually. It's just sitting there out of out of out use. Of use you know? getting dusty. Yeah. Well, well. Ben, this has been a show, and I've been Marshall, and this is the show that we did, and it was really good. It was this has so been the good. show. It was so good. If you want to contact the show, I am at mparish underscore art on Instagram. That's p a r i s h. That's on Instagram and on I believe on Facebook. That is the like the at. But it's not the actual title because it was jank and it won't let me change it for however long. So I need to change that. Uh, but also on Twitter. So Twitter and Instagram for sure. Maybe Facebook. I don't know. Um, Great Scub Do on Twitch and YouTube. Uh, it's S-C-U-B-D-U. Where Ben and Marshall do a podcast on Instagram. And BenandMarshallPod at gmail.com. Let's see if we've gotten any emails. Let's see. Let's see how empty it is. Hold on. What's, what's, what's the email? Ben at gmail.com. Hmm. Ah, here's our latest uh, email. You're receiving this email because we're updating the YouTube terms of service to clarify our terms and provide transparency to our users. These changes shouldn't significant. Oh, wait, I think this is from YouTube. This oh, isn't the person. Oh, my gosh. That was very misleading. Uh, but yeah, if you have any questions, uh, action question, action question. What do you think is the best animated movie? Uh, what do you think is the, not for you, not oh, for you, Ben. Oh, sorry, sorry. Oh. What do you, the listeners, think is the best anime movie ever made? Animated movie ever made. Why, what's your favorite and why do you think it's the best? You're assuming we have yeah, listeners. Yeah, shoot us an email, shoot us a DM. An hour and 15 Tell us why, in. we'll talk, uh, we'll bring it up next week. Okay. I'll do that. That's what, that's what I say. I'll do that. Um... Ben, where can people find you? Uh, at my house, um, five four two nine Betty Lou Boulevard. <laughs> That's not my house anymore. I moved. Um, okay. Cool. <laughs> I was like, "Did you dox yourself? Do I have to edit this now?" <laughs> no, it's not where I live. Um, yeah, no. Uh, I have an Instagram. I don't really use it. Yeah. I have a Twitter. I don't use it. But if you want to, <laughs> if you want to send me something, it's a b dot b dot herbal. 
I think. Yeah. Is that what I'm at? I don't know. I don't I have them. So. I don't have them on my phone anymore either. So sometimes I get on my computer and look at my Instagram DMs once a month, and that's about it. So, yep. DM wow, me and I'll get back to you boy. within a month. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, also I, I need to I need to repost po- uh, podcast things. I still haven't done that. I'm sorry. You've asked yeah. me a couple of times and I just haven't ever done it. I apologize. Yeah. I'm going to put that on our shared Google calendar. I'm going to have specific days that we do that. And then that way it'll be so- easier social to media blast. Yeah, let's do it. And then I will continue to pry and prod if it doesn't happen. Sounds good. We need your listener base. Hey, sir. I appreciate you. I appreciate you. Thank this you. is a hand thing this that we're doing. Is, this now. is our metal hand. Metal. It's so metal. Metal. Rock on. So do we want what's hold on, let me look at the calendar real quick. We're, so today can we, just, can we just end the podcast? No, hold on, wait. But people want to go, Marshall. People. No, hold on. Well, not if we're doing a good show, they don't. Hold on. Um so the twenty second our next episode will be on Tuesday the 22nd, assuming everything goes correctly. Yes, right before Christmas. And that's Christmas. right before Christmas, so <gasps> for that's Christ- perfect. For Christmas movies. Yes. There you go. Yes. So, yes. another action question for you. Yes. People, email us, Instagram us, tell us, what's your favorite Christmas movie? And we will talk about that. Please send us your favorite Christmas movie, and those are the ones that we will talk about. Okay, yeah. Send us Christmas movies. Tell us all about it. Yeah. We will talk about them. Yeah. I'm going to make a post about it, too. Okay, perfect. Um, so, thanks, everybody, for listening. This has been the show. I've been Marshall. I've been, I've been Ben. 